Are you ready to dive into a world of captivating stories, laughter, and enlightenment? Look no further than Unfiltered Studios, your gateway to an incredible podcasting experience. Join St. Joe on Nailed It as he explores life's victories, one nail at a time. Petals of Support brings you heartwarming tales that remind us, even in the darkest moments, there's beauty and hope. Get ready to be entertained by the wit and humor of The Sleevy G Show, where interviews are always fascinating. Need a good laugh? Tune in to Refiltered, our comedy podcast that's sure to tickle your funny bone. Discover inner peace and guidance on Finding Your Way, a spiritual podcast that nurtures your soul. Relax your mind and body with hypno-wellness, your path to a healthier, more balanced life. Love movies? Movie Lovers Unite is your passport to a world of cinematic wonders. Immerse yourself in the magic of storytelling, laughter, and enlightenment as you're taken on a journey through the fascinating realm of movies and television. And don't forget the Stupid History Minute, where we uncover the quirkiest stories of everyday items. Unfiltered Studios is your destination for diverse, engaging content. Subscribe now and join the podcasting revolution. Unfiltered Studios, where every story finds its voice. Visit unfpod.com today. What's up, movie lovers? It's your girl, Rossi, and I'm back with another awesome review. Today, I'm joined by my friend, Tamika, and we are going to review They Clone Tyrone. So let's get into it, y'all. Tamika, hello. Oh, hey. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I like your <laughs> theme jam into our music. <laughs> yeah. Close this, close this, close this. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> good. <laughs> we were backstage just laughing about silly stuff I do, you know. You just um, made my night. <laughs> you know, all of that. Um, you made my So, night. guys, we decided that we wanted to review They Clone Tyrone. Not my choice. Actually, Tamika was like, hey, we should do this. And she, like, uh, asked me this, like, a few months ago. And I'm like, yes, let's do it. So we finally had time. Um, I, I just got done watching a movie. She just got done re-watching a movie. I was really surprised. I thought it was a good movie. I didn't know what to think. I I don't know. I had an idea of what I what the movie was going to be about. <laughs> Guys, really quick, um, let me just read you just a little synopsis of the film. So if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix and um it's currently streaming. Let's see, a pulpy sci-fi mystery caper in which an unlikely trio investigates a series of eerie events, alerting them to a nefarious conspiracy lurking directly beneath their hood. Uh, Fontaine, who is our lead character, uh, he's a neighborhood drug dealer. He's shot by a rival, Isaac, and then is very shocked to wake up in his bed the next morning unharmed. All right, so he has a friend. His friend's name is Slick. He also has another friend named Yo-Yo. Uh, she's like Slick is uh, the pimp. Yo-Yo is the hoe. Mm -hmm. And we have uh, Fontaine, who is the drug dealer. So we got the drug dealer, the hoe, and the pimp. And they're going to be our three sleuths. Okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they don't know they're going to be, but they are. Um, but eventually guys, um, they're looking into the incident and it leads them to a vast underground complex where a government bath lab is performing experiments on the local black population. Realizing that he is an artificial clone uh, controlled by Nixon, Fontaine initially feels despair, but decides he needs to stand up to these white institutional overlords for the sake of his neighborhood. What'd you think about it? Oh man, I I love the movie. I really do. Um, I even put the double thumbs up. You know how you rate it? Yeah, I did, I did the double thumbs up so Jamie Foxx know to make some more <laughs> of those movies. It's basically about all the conspiracy theories uh, in the black community we've been hearing for decades. Right. And even the people on the street corner, like the guy that was outside the liquor store. Right. And he was just talking and you think this guy's crazy, but he's the truth teller. You know, he's the one that you go to and the local drunk is telling the story because right. he's seen everything. Right. But yeah, just, oh, it's, it's just crazy. I mean, when I, when I saw it, I thought, okay, this is just like a regular movie, a drug yeah. deal or whatever. 
Yeah. And when he got shot, I was like, oh, well, that's the end of that. It's a quick movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, like, I thought the same thing. I'm like, Oh, so that's, another, that's really, another one. Yeah, gone. He's, he's he's gone in the beginning of the film, and and it's not a horror film, guys. Like he's 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 gone, you know, right. as a drug dealer. So I thought, let's see. Hey, Jojo, hey, let's jo- say hi to Jojo. Jojo always comes and gives us love. Hey, Joanne, thank you for joining us tonight. Yes. Um, so I thought that too when I saw the beginning of the film. I'm thinking, okay, you know, um, Jamie Fox in it's going to be good. I love Jamie Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, we have um John Boyega. Who yeah. plays Fontaine? Uh, of course, Jamie Fox, uh, Fox plays uh, Slick Charles, and the beautiful Tiana Paris plays Yo-Yo, who does a great job as Yo-Yo. She's our hope. Yes. Okay. And so, um, yeah, at the beginning, you know, you know, you have Fontaine in in the hood. He's riding around. You know that he's the man. Yes. You know, one thing I was confused by is I didn't know if it was a period piece or whatnot. Yes. Okay. Did you get confused by that too? I was like, are are we in present day? And then seeing um, Slick and Yo Yo, I was like, is it the 70s? I was confused about that. That's that's my only flaw. I thought the period should have been clearer. Yes, I was I didn't know what year we were in. So I felt that way too. Um until you know he wakes up again and then you realize, okay, he's in present time, you know, um, when he comes back. So Fontaine gets shot. (laughs) Yeah, he he he's (laughs) <laughs> he he gets shot. I, I think it's the I think it's the old cars because when they have the old cars and then you see that one the um like the Tahoe or whatever okay, um when he yeah. comes out when he's when he comes back the second time and he sees that the Jeep or oh, Escalade okay, yeah. looking uh, yes. uh suburban then you're like then I was like oh okay so it's it's present time but um, I wasn't sure because of the old cars and just it looked like it was a time uh, piece movie but it's not. Um, you have, uh, right. It's not right. I, I have no idea now. Okay. Either way, <laughs> you get to see some old classic cars that are, that they're riding around in. And, um, so you have the little kid, uh, who's, uh, our, our little snitch. Um, he works with Fontaine. <laughs> At first I thought it was like his son, his brother, whatever. Yeah. And then they're in the car and he's talking about, don't you love SpongeBob? I love that exchange between them. And he's sitting up there laughing and just giggling about SpongeBob and 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 the people on SpongeBob. But he ends up being a little snitch, okay? He helps Fontaine out. He wants to be a part of the crew. Fontaine's like not having it. Anyways, um, he ends up hitting this guy on the bike. Fontaine mm-hmm. does purposely, mm-hmm. all right? And it's another drug dealer in the neighborhood. Anyways, breaks his legs. They come for get back that evening when he's going to visit uh, Slick. Uh-huh. Fontaine, and um, and he gets shot. He he leaves a uh, uh, Slick's room, and he's in the car, and of course he gets shot a few times. So as Tamika and I said, we're thinking it's over with, it's done, until <laughs> he, he comes back. Yeah, he, he wakes up. Did you think it was a dream? Uh, I I was still trying to process right. what happened because he got right. shot like. Like fifty cent, like yes, like, <laughs> that's right. He got popped nine times. So I was like, oh, he did. And he woke up. I was like, uh, what's going on? And then he he went to Charles' place, right? Who was getting his manicure? You know, he's a right. pimp. You gotta have clean nails. Absolutely, pimps have clean nails. Yeah, he opened the door and he's like. Oh my God, are you a ghost? You died. (laughs) No, he don't know what's going on. He's like, what are you talking about? I just came for my money. And that was so bizarre that I guess all every clone, I guess when they when they wake up, they just continue on from where they were last time. It's like a reset button. Right. So that I don't know. That was just bizarre to me. So it's like Groundhog's Day. Have you ever seen Groundhog's yes. Day? This yeah, is the like ghetto Groundhog's Day. There you, there you Thank you. <laughs> thank you. It is the ghetto Groundhog's Day. Yes. Every day he comes back after being shot. He comes back and like Tamika said, he he. it's the same day. I mean, walks out of the liquor store, does the scratch it. You're a loser. The old man sitting there, you know, he has his pour in his hand. Fontaine does, goes over there. Same thing that he does. Pour the old man, you know, a little bit something to drink. The old man's rambling. Actually, mm-hmm. rambling truth, but yeah. you know we don't pay attention to him because he's an old drunk man in front of the liquor store. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he goes on with this day, 
And like Tamika said, when he goes to see Slick, you know, they're tripping because you've been shot. Like what, what happened to you? And he did mention, you know, like you was, you were shot like 50 cents, like nine times. Yeah. Like you, yep. you're dead. Yes. So he's not buying this. So they just go on with their day. The, can you, you want to talk about the, the commercial? Uh, with the chicken commercial? The, the, chi the chicken commercial. Because the chicken commercial is very <laughs> important in this film. Because you see it on, you see it in the background. I you don't swear, even realize it. You see I swear, the when I finish describing this and y'all look at Popeye's commercial, you're going to turn the TV off. Absolutely. <laughs> I think it was called Hot Damn or something like that, chicken. Right. And then they were selling the I don't know, just call like a two piece because that's a that's a thing, right? Two piece and a biscuit. And like, come get our new chicken box, and they were dancing like, yeah, yeah, yeah get that chicken box, oh, get that chicken box, oh, oh. And they had a theme song, and then you know they were all looking at it, laughing like, that's funny, yeah, right. Like we do with Popeyes, you know, yeah, we do laugh at Popeyes. <laughs> and we go, that's funny. It is For funny, sure. and it was Shuffling funny. And I remember, <laughs> and they are, they're jamming in there, and it's just, at first I'm thinking when I saw it in the background, because you see the commercial in the background, okay? So I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, that's disrespectful. Like, <laughs> how stereotypical. I mean, why would they? And then I instantly thought back to Soul Glow from Coming to America. <laughs> that? So... <laughs> yeah. So when you okay, so I thought, oh, okay, soul glow. Yes. Hot damn chicken. Yes. Same thing. So it's it's totally yes. just over exaggerated, guys. But it's it's there for a, a reason. All right. So you pay attention to those commercials because it's happening for a reason. Anyways, so we have we have um how do we get yo 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 yo? She comes oh, they, into the picture. Yeah, they they call her when she was on her job. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yo -yo, and yo-yo's okay so yo-yo the the hoe yo-yo her her goal is like she she wants to be out of the game she doesn't want to be in it and she just needs a few more bucks to get to memphis that's yes. her thing to go to memphis and her and her and slick have some sort of dysfunctional relationship. Yes. Like maybe. that's his hoe, but that's his hoe. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and they like watching movies together. And they love watching movies together. <laughs> and she loves Nancy Drew. You'll find out that she loves Nancy Drew. And you, you end up finding a little bit about, about, I was about to say, you're going to find a little bit more about hoe. I mean, yo-yo. Oh, yo -yo, Because, you know, as it goes on, you know, there's, everyone has a dream, right? Yes. Everyone has a dream. And- yes. And unfortunately for Yo-Yo, being that she grew up in the conditions that she grew up in, you know, it's hard to get out of the hood. Mm -hmm. So she was going to do what she needed to do to get to Memphis and then eventually go to the Caribbean or wherever she wherever she wanted to go because she wants to she wanted to be some type of detective. She wanted to mm -hmm. solve crimes and stuff. So her wanting to do that comes in very useful when the three of them get together because they're trying to figure out what why why is Tyrone, why is Fontaine back? You know, and so they end up stumbling upon this this uh, elevator, and it was an elevator in uh, an apartment where he got shot at. So Fontaine ends up taking them to the place where he ended up getting sh shot at, but it's a whole new family. I think a whole new family lives there, but in the closet was an elevator, mm -hmm. and so they step into this elevator and they head down. The part there's another part where they're heading down in the elevator and they start singing uh, Mary J. Belige, I'm going down. It was uh <laughs> you remember that part? How funny oh was God. that? The movie is really funny, you guys. I, they made I need fun to of start a lot doing of that when I'm going on the elevator. I'm like, it was so funny. Because you have Jamie Foxx slick who starts to sing as they're going down, starts to sing the famous Mary J. Belige song, I'm going down. And then he's just singing it, you know, singing it to his gun. And then you have Yo-Yo who starts picking up, the, you know, and singing with them as they're going down. So they do a lot of silly shit, but it's so, it's absolutely really funny though. And you'll never hear these songs again. You'll never be in an elevator the same way. You'll never eat chicken the same way. And mm -hmm. you'll never watch the, mm -hmm. the Popeye's commercial the same way after you watch this film. <laughs> but they go down and they find this freaking laboratory, this, yeah. this underground lab with 
I think they showed some clones were, were or or people were in yeah. these uh, containers. Yes. The the cocaine that they come upon that, you know, Jamie Foxx takes a hit of that and he starts laughing. You don't really think too much about it. He, he just starts to laugh. Yeah, you think, oh, I guess it's some good coke. I don't know. It's, yeah, exactly. And it just and makes him laugh. Yeah. Makes him laugh. Just funny coke. Okay. So <laughs> that's a really important funny coke because it's a really important piece there is the funny coke. Yes. So we realize something's going on. We have this underground lab in this house. They come out of it and they end up in just a, a whole nother home. I mean, when you come out of it, you end somewhere else. So you go in a certain place, you come out in a certain place. So we know something's going on, which leads us to Jamie Foxx saying, Slick saying, how can we solve this when there's no food on the table? I mean, <laughs> a pimp needs to eat. I mean, a pimp needs nourishing. Like a yes. pimp's blood sugar is dropping. Yes. So we it all got to go to hot damn, goddamn, whatever chicken is. Yes. We go there and yes. we go have some chicken. Yes, the tell new box that, that just came please, out. Yes, please tell us about that. And, the and they're all at the table, <laughs> and it's packed, and there's a line hanging out the door. And you're like, "This must be some good chicken." They must be here for the new box that came out, and they're eating chicken. And he was like, um, "Tyrone, I never seen you laugh before, and it's good to see you laugh." And then they just right. spontaneously laugh. Then everyone else around yes. them laughing. And then Slick remembers, or he looks around and he's like, oh my God, it's the chicken. Something right. in the chicken. And everybody's at their, at their table. They're spitting it out. Yep. And he's like, it's that funny cocaine powder is in that chicken. Right. That's why all these people laughing. Right. Don't eat the chicken. And, you know, they tell, I think Yo-Yo said she's going to find out from the white boy, the manager, what's going they on. They all have afros, by the way. All the white people, <laughs> the beige people have these afros. It's the yes, weirdest thing. Yes. Right? Everyone, they all, all the white people or the beige people in the film have afros. The, the people that work at the liquor store yes. that are not black or that oh, have afros. Yes. They do. Yeah, oh, everyone right. has afros, and and the girl at the salon, the the beige girl at the salon, she didn't have an afro. She had the straight bone straight weave, oh. which I thought was weird because she too was not of us. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. So those are just oh, look at yeah. everyone in the film. When you watch the film, you gotta mm -hmm. look at everyone and everything in the store because it means something and it's odd. Anyways. The guy, yes. the, the guy that's running the chicken place. With the well, I, I do want to say, you know, mm -hmm. we were talking about everything in the background. It's, it's like the film is telling the audience, hey, all this stuff is important. Yes. And we're going to explain to you why. It, it right. slowly leads up to this is one giant conspiracy by the government. Right. You know, like we talked about earlier to control black people. Yes. Or, or take their culture or whatever. But yeah, Yo-Yo takes the um, white guy, you know, she, she turns it on, you know, and she seduces him because he likes black women. Yeah, he likes and, um, He gets, you know, chicken and she give him, I don't know, silly Susan. I don't know what she said. She some move that she said she was going to try, she made up. And he like, ooh, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because she stuck the chicken in his mouth. So he's really seduced by her. Right. And he eating the hell out of that chicken while she's sitting yes, in his lap. He and she's, 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 you know, there's buttons. There's like a whole, um, what is like CCTV, yes. all right, that he has in his office. So as she's seduce, seducing him, she's hitting buttons. And as you see, Every single, um, like there's CCTVs, there's cameras all over the hood, everywhere in the hood. And it's linked up at this, what right now we know at the chicken place. Yep. So it, when she sees there's a strip club that they're watching, there's the hair salon that they're watching, the liquor store, like mm -hmm. the government's watching everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. So kind of makes you go, hmm, what's mm -hmm. going on? So, yeah. And, you know, and she could only ahead. do that by sticking the chicken in his mouth. Right. And drugging him. Right. 
Yeah. And, and she's pushing buttons. She's like, and then she gets out of there. She's like, they watching everything, <laughs> all the hot spots that people go yes. to in the ghetto. Right. You know, your American deli. They watching <laughs> that. <laughs> they watching the house. <laughs> you know what? I thought what was funny was when uh when Slick was in the back of the when he got trapped in the back of that van. Yeah. And and they're coming out of the, the chicken spot and they looking for him and they just the camera pans over and you see him behind the van saying, Help me, help me. <laughs> so they have to, it was just a funny scene. So they have to go and get him because he's trapped behind the van. Yeah. But now we know absolutely there is a conspiracy, which leads us to the next place because we gotta investigate this, you know. So they head to the hair salon and is that before the yeah. church oh no no talk about the church the church is oh, next no. and the go church to the is hair freaking salon. hilarious yeah i do the church you go to the house you salon. do the church please please okay well which one <laughs> i don't know which one came first but yeah the the church they right. <laughs> um i think they the guy outside the liquor store told them yeah. where do people go to find something i don't know Long story short, they it led them to the church, and that's another clue. And yeah. they went to the church, and that coincided with the purple drink. Oh <laughs> it called it the great. Drink. I don't want Sunny Delight. I don't want that. I want that purple drink. Remember that commercial? <laughs> that commercial? No, no, no. I don't want the suck. I don't. I, I remember that commercial. Oh my goodness. Drink. Anyway, sorry. Everything's a commercial, Timmy. Sorry. It reminds me of my No, that's, that's what this movie about. It's about yeah. It's the it's about commercials, honestly. Yes. The brainwashing. Yes. But anyway, Alan Greer was the pastor, of course, which oh, reminds you of Cena Martin when he was the pastor there too. <laughs> oh <my laughs> he God, was yes. acting like a fool there too. <laughs> and they had the great drink that they drugged. Yes. Um, and they were passing that around like communion. Yes. And then all the all of them just start dancing to some rap song, which I don't know if you heard this story, and it's a true story. Okay. It really happened at an Atlanta church where this pastor on New Year's Eve was playing some rap song. Really? Yeah, he was playing a rap song, um, but he he said we chose the clean version of it. And everybody was <laughs> chucking and jiving, dancing like fools, just like in this movie. In it's real. Church? Really? It's real. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. It wow. was like that. Yeah, I got to send you the video. You please, you got to send me yes, that video. Yes, because everybody was like, yeah. Uh, uh, in the church. Just like this movie. Wow. Wow. It's real. It's real. Not too far-fetched. It's scary. It's scary. That was, they were, and they were, they were jamming in the church and you have the three characters slick yo-yo and um fontaine just looking around like what what the hell's going on like this, this are we are we in church yeah so so it's infected the the purple drink that they drink for communion in the church okay so mm -hmm. it has that in there so they're being controlled and then they go to the hair salon you get your hair done does this this the the stuff in your beauty products all of a sudden, the women just started, one woman was talking, and then she just goes into this trance. So it's even in the product. It's mm -hmm. everywhere, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And, um, like, she she was she was reasoning, you know, like, I don't understand why this going on, this going on. But then she, right. it's almost like it inoculated her. Yes, she was blaming herself, like, "Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right." Tripping. And that's son, that that probably another podcast episode. That's something <laughs> deeper that goes into like what what the product did to her. It made right. her blame herself and right. not take ownership of her feelings. Right, you know, and she just right. dismissed her how she felt and was like, right. "No, it's I'm just tripping. Never mind." It's like it gaslit her. Absolutely. Basically, out of like what she was feeling, and she was making mm -hmm. sense, you know, right. something about her job. They're not doing me right on my job, and then she just was like, "But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's me." You know, something right. like yeah, that. no, yeah, yeah. 
Because with all the things that are going on in the film, I mean, like for real, the film is, I mean, there is a message to be had in the film. And it really makes you think about that because, you know, when like the strip club, for instance, when they're at the strip club <laughs> and you have, again, another DJ that happens to be white in the yeah. strip club, everyone's black. Okay. And he's yeah. playing some, 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 some hip hop music, rap music. Okay. Yes. Everyone's jamming out, whatever. He sees the three of them come in. He knows that the three you know, are not part of that scene. And so he switches up the music. The music gets slower and then everyone stops and it's, they start just, just going in circles, just going in circles. So they're all looking around. So even with the music that we listen to, you're being controlled, it's mind control. That's what you're getting from this. And so as they leave out of that strip club, you know, they, they leave out and the DJ ends up telling the people something that makes them run after and head after uh, our three sloops. You got your, you know, Yo-Yo, Slick, and Fontaine. So they're getting in a car and, you know, Yo-Yo's like, go, go, because the mind control has taken over everyone in that strip club. So they're after the three of them. As they are uh, heading out and, and driving away, because they ran into a fence, the car stops. And that's a pivotal point of the film because you finally see who's possibly behind you know, uh, Fontaine, the clones, okay? And what's going on in the community. So that's where we introduce Kiefer Sutherland, who's in this film, who happens to be the the man or or part of the man, who, who you think at the time. Yeah. And then you see the driver who's 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 Fontaine. Yeah. You know, he, he's an older version, not too old, but an older Fontaine, more conservative looking. Yes. And so the three of them are just, just stopping there. And they're just staring at them. And of course, you know, they're they're talking big mess, you know, Fontaine and, and Slick and Yo-Yo until, you know, dude does something to freeze them. And he attempts to have, Font- Fontaine's just kind of frozen up with his gun. He tells Fontaine to take Yo-Yo and to basically shoot her. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then tells him, no, don't do that. Put the gun in your mouth, do it to yourself. So there's no control, Fontaine cannot stop this. And then, you know, Kiefer Sutherland's character is like, all right, Go ahead, go back to normal, be unfroze, mm-hmm. you're done. Mm-hmm. So we know they have something to do with this. We know that now because why is there another Fontaine standing there? So mm-hmm. this is absolutely huge. And so we do get into a point in the film where they, you know, a- after this incident, I must say, Fontaine kind of, he don't want to do it no more. He's 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 good. He don't want to, he don't want to do it no more. He don't want to go and find out. Because no. he finds out that him being a drug dealer is damaging his community. Yeah. Slick being a pimp is damaging his community. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Yo-Yo does, Hoen, is damaging the community because you're making it seem like everyone in that community is like that. They're all like that. When in reality, there are a lot of good people in the Black community, in the hood, that just want to live normal everyday lives and want to be happy and have the same freaking American dream that the people across town have. Mm-hmm. It's just that you have these certain folks in the in, in those communities that makes it hard. So, you know, I just wanted to mention that because that's that's how Fontaine looked at it because he realized he was the problem. And the reason why they keep cloning him and not allowing him to die is that they want him to continue to sell you know, uh, drugs to the community, to kill mm-hmm. the community. They want Slick to continue to be who he is in the community. And they need Yo-Yo to continue to be who she is in the community because it drowns out all of the good people in the community. That's mm-hmm. what I got from that. So the next day, Fontaine's like, you know, I, I give up. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be anything. I'm just a, a dope dealer. Mm-hmm. The mom, though, that scene where you mm-hmm. finally found... Please tell them about the mom. Oh, um, I the mom. so gone going back a little bit. Yes, with Kiefer, and he was like, "Why are you doing this?" And he's like, yes. um, "This is our operation." Because the church was like their mega operation, like yes. where the giant lab, cloning lab, was, which is right. That's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "We're doing this so we can keep basically." It's weird, Jen gentrification out it was so bizarre how he described it he was like if we get rid of you then 
basically the white people are going to come with Starbucks and then they're going right. to and find out what we're doing and that's going right. to mess up our operations and yeah. we're trying to do a science experiment on y'all. It was right. the weirdest excuse for not having gentrification. Right. I, it just messed me up. I was like, wait, what? I forgot whoa, about that. Whoa, I, I forgot he mentioned the whole God. Starbucks, you know, yeah. situation. I totally forgot that. But yeah, he did mention that about Starbucks. Yeah, so we got to keep this place ghetto so we can keep, you know, the hipsters out. And right. they won't find out what we're doing. So keep being ghetto and doing what you're doing. And that's and that's it. Yeah, that's mm. it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's really sad. I mean, because, yeah. you know, there's certain parts of the movie where it does get serious and it does make you think, you know, and. And even even earlier on in the film, when you realize like the the, the chicken commercial and all that, you know, we laugh at it, but yeah. there is, you know, it, there is something to be said. Okay, so um, so the next day, Fontaine's like, I'm 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 gonna be who who I'm supposed to be. You know, yeah. I'm nobody. I'm nothing. He goes to the room to offer his mom another sandwich because that's one thing you'll notice in the film. He's constantly knocking on his mom's door, and she's I'm watching my stories. You know, I, 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 I already had something to eat. You know, I went to so-and-so's house and we had whatever we had. Yeah. And finally he gets pissed and he's like, can we just talk? And so he goes in there and guys, it's just a, it's just an intercom. It's just a tape. There's no one in the room, but a table mm-hmm. with, with, with her, her voice. Mm-hmm. That was so, and he breaks down and just cries because he realizes how deep this is. I mean, his mother, who he thought the whole time was in a room. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Yeah. But then, you know, go ahead. I thought she was sick. Like, maybe yeah. she had, I'm sorry to say, I thought maybe she had dementia or something yeah. that she was really, really sick. And he was just bringing her food. Yeah, that's what and, I thought. And I was like, well, she sure is going to a lot of fish fries. <laughs> Always an excuse. Always. Never came out. The, and I never thought about it. I thought the same yeah. thing. You know, she's a busy woman or she she's, you know, she gets together with her friends and, you know, she doesn't have time for a son and, and her stories are on, you know, and I get yeah. that, you know, I mean, when your stories are on, your stories are on. You know, I grew yeah. up like that. Do not mess with my grandma when her stories are on. So yeah. I, it, yeah. I easy, I easy took the bait for that. That was an easy one for me. So I just, you know, move on. I, yeah, yeah. So you know when, what I mean? Like, when you break like Fontaine and you hope that <laughs> behind that door in the intercom, grandma. Yeah, you would. I was hoping that he went in there and I thought maybe because they don't show it. So you see his facial expression. And so I'm thinking, oh my God, has she been in there dead for, for, Years as she Ooh. like I thought something bad like that that he saw until you look and see the table and it's like, oh, so she's not even real. Nothing around is real. Mm-hmm. So they decide they're gonna have to get uh uh you know he decides he's gonna go ahead and get with Slip, but unfortunately our girl Yo Yo gets kidnapped mm-hmm. and taken to that underground laboratory because they're getting ready to remake her. Mm-hmm. So then you have Slick mm-hmm. and. Uh, Slick comes up with this this huge plan to get back at them, but yes. unfortunately, he's going to have to get with the people that were responsible for shooting uh, Fontaine. Yeah, and so <laughs> yeah, yeah, which which he was not trying to do, and I was kind of yeah. confused there too when he when he goes and you see Fontaine go and and talk to the guy who who he and Fontaine have this horrible relationship because obviously he's the reason that Fontaine originally got shot. Yeah, and so. They put together this big scheme, this big plan, and they're talking to dude, and he's like, Fontaine, you should never have came here. And then he gets shot. And so I'm like, what the hell is... <laughs> really? They shot him? They didn't want to work with him? <laughs> that's what I was like, what are we going to do here? Like, <laughs> they couldn't even come together. The freaking... that's, that's what I'm thinking. Like, you shot him. But it was done, of course, on purpose because, mm-hmm. and Tamika, you go from here because. Uh, yes, the the big plan from Slick is that they shoot Tyrone and they leave him in the streets. And he's like, okay, you got to pretend like you're dead. Don't move. <laughs> and then they're going to take you down to the underground lair. And then from there, we're going to find our girl. And then you call me. And he's like, oh, okay, well, what you going to do? He's like, I'm calling the cavalry. And then all you see is a, a right. line of Calalats. Yes. Slick in the front. 
Right. Calling everybody in the hood. Come look at this. They taking over. Which yeah. I was surprised it didn't take much convincing because people were like, I believe that. <laughs> yeah, right. I thought people were gonna be like, You crazy? They're like, no, let's go. Yeah, no, they 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 went and everyone came together. Everyone came together because what I got from that is going to take all of us to save each other and save our community. Mm-hmm. So you have everyone coming together. You got uh, you got the drug dealers. You got just you, the pimps. Everyone in that community comes together because they're going to fight this 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 war on the community, right? Yes. So they go and they go to that underground uh, place and they, they they go in there and they're fighting and they're rescuing people that's been held up down there from the community that's never been seen again. There's a poster on one of the um, phone, um, uh, one of the, oh, goodness, hanging up somewhere. And it's of the girl that's been missing since the beginning of the film. She, that's where they all are. They all are underground, way underground. So he goes, he finds uh, a yo-yo. There's this big fight with, uh, between Kiefer and, and Slick. Uh And that's handled. But then you get to who's behind this whole thing. And it happens to be Fontaine, but it's, he's old. He's like, what, 70 something years old? Yeah. 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 And is he the original? He's the yeah. original one, right? Yeah. I, okay. I don't call him Alpha Fontaine. He, okay. He's he like the is. OG. And I yes. don't know, maybe, I think, because some in, in, the, in the movie somewhere, um, he had a little brother, and yes. the little brother died from yes. maybe gun violence. He I don't, said I, that um, uh, Fontaine Alpha mentioned to uh, our Fontaine mm-hmm. that he gave Fontaine the memories, but he didn't want to give Fontaine his memories of the brother dying because the brother was shot like five times or something on, and he he was on his bike or something. He was shot. And so he he had mentioned that he that when they went to the hospital, he just stood and 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 just stared at his brother because he was in disbelief. But he didn't want to give Fontaine those memories. Mm-mm. So that's why Fontaine only has the memory of, you know, his present life, nothing before then. So even when when Yo-Yo had mentioned and when they had that car ride and she mentioned to him about the picture of his brother and yeah. he was like, that's my brother. But remember... He never says what happens to his brother. No. Fontaine, he never mm-hmm. says his brother died. He never said he got shot. He never, because now knowing, he didn't know. Mm-mm. He knew that was his brother. He knew he was gone, but he didn't know how he was gone because Mm-mm. he didn't have that memory because he is actually a clone of, of Fontaine Alpha. So it's actually, would you say, the black man, Fontaine, the older man, that actually is the scientist and is behind all of this. He helped the people to to do this to the community. Yeah, which makes me wonder was so was he a drug dealer originally? Yeah, maybe, right? Maybe he turned his life around and somehow got into science. <laughs> I want to know more about his background. Yeah. Like yeah. what makes you become a scientist, you know? Right. But right. yeah, he his reasoning was clean up the community but somehow you're getting more drug dealers out there, but then that was some kind of test so that he can assimilate everybody. Basically, long story short, he's making these people, his clones are going to turn into white people. Yeah, eventually, yeah, something like that. Eventually, they'll be blonde, uh, blue-eyed. Eventually, it would be, yes, yes, Think about Get Out. Think about that concept. Think exactly. And that's pretty much what he wants to do. Yeah. There you go. There mm-hmm. you go. And you know, there's a certain part of the film where, when they are in the underground uh, area, you see um, them experimenting on uh, different black people. So you yes. see uh, two men that are fighting in 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 one of the glass rooms, and then they change the music up because it was rap music at first. Then when oh. they change the music up, the two guys look at each other and they just give each other a hug and whatnot. So you know, basically the mind control, you know, the mind control of the music. And they were using everything in our community to control us. And they did that. So, and I also want to mention when they, when Fontaine got shot again, um, the clone, his clone did come back. But when the clone came back, you know, you have Slick and, and the other woman that tied him up. 
because they had to keep them tied up to get, you know, because the other Fontaine was just playing dead. He wasn't really dead. They just shot him yeah. in the shoulder. Yeah. So he is tied up somewhere. Okay. So that phone <laughs> did come back. I wanted to mention oh, that. God, I almost they, forgot about you know, it. <laughs> yes. They mentioned that as the, at the end of the film, because you see him being tied up and they're telling him, just be right here. We're going to explain everything to you. And he's in that room tied up. So you, you remember that towards the end of the movie, but basically guys, I mean, what I get, what I got from the movie is, you know, we need to be careful with, with what we do in the community and what we push in our community. That's what I got from it. And we need to remember there are good people in these communities. They're not all bad. You know, they just show you that a lot of them, it makes it seem like the whole community is just effed up. You know, the community's messed up because there are people in those communities that do things that make the community really bad. Okay. So it affects the whole community. Um, and also what we listen to, what we eat, just, everything around us can affect us, you know? Um, yeah. So that, that's kind of what I got from it. What did you get from it? Um, everything that was a conspiracy theory from years and years ago that I heard as a kid was true. <laughs> the right. and, and then I thought about like historically with uh, Tuskegee. Yes. Tuskegee experiment. Um, basically anything experimental that you right. that people know of, yeah. Um, that the government has done to black people, and then right. I thought about um culture, just how right. others adopt black culture, and right. they, some aspects of it are cool. Like you said, all the white guys had afros, right? They did. They literally yeah. did. They all yeah. had. Even some of the scientists had afros. Yes. Yes. yes, and then they were like, right on, brother. Yeah, they, yeah. They... <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> they were, and the movie was, it was a really good movie, you know, but yes. I, I feel there was a message there, you know, there yes. was absolutely a message there, you know. Yes. Oh, and at the end, they freed oh, all yeah. the clones and <laughs> naked people <laughs> oh, that's walking right. out in the street and you know, it was touching that the people that, you know, raided the lab, put coats on them and everything. And then they finally exposed them. They're like, they cloning, they cloning right. this city, that city. Yes. Y'all need to be aware. And then we see, I think Tyrone and them wanted to go to Memphis. Yes. Or they in other decided, places yeah. to expose the truth. Yeah. And then we thought, oh, okay, that's a good ending. And then right. it wakes back up with another Tyrone. You're like, oh no, not again. Yes. And yes. then I think maybe this is, like you said, the time period was so weird, but yeah. he woke up in South Central. So it looked like the 90s. Yeah. Like it, yeah. And everything it, it, yeah. It did look like the 90s. Um, It looked like he was coming out of Craig's house from Friday, you know, yes. and fr it looked just like he was coming out of Craig's house from Friday. He's walking down the street, you know, going to get, you know, his 40, you know, same scenario, the yep. liquor store, the old black man from the liquor store, pours mm -hmm. him a little something to drink, but it's a, it's a different Tyrone. He goes back home, sits on the, on the couch with his guys and they're sitting there watching what happened in Atlanta, you know, or I assume it's Atlanta. Yeah. And they're seeing that, they're, like Tamika said, they're seeing, you know, naked people, you know, and they're being covered up. and then they see Tyrone. Mm -hmm. And so even Tyrone, as he's sitting on the couch looking, and then his boys start looking at him like, ain't that you? And yeah. it goes off. Because then he was laughing like, man, they crazy. Right. So he see himself, his other clone his walking other around. Clone. Yeah. Yes. Sir, can you tell me what happened? He's like, what? <laughs> I know they're really strong, but dang. Right? Right? <laughs> I recommend everyone go see this film. It's on Netflix. It's a good watch. It's about yes. two hours and three minutes, I believe. Yeah. But it's not, yeah. you don't, uh, when I first thought, saw it was that was two hours, I'm like, oh my God, two hours. But no, you totally forget about the time. And you're just, I was really just like watching to see what's going to happen next. Mm -hmm. It was really good. The acting was done good. Of course, Jamie Foxx did a great job. Um, uh, John Boyega uh, did a yeah. great job. Yes. Um, and um, uh, her name, what was her name? Tiana? Uh, 
Uh, Tiana uh, Paris did great as Yo-Yo. She was excellent. Kiefer Sutherland and David Allen Greer played the preacher. Great yes. film. I would never have watched this film, honestly. I would have watched it eventually one day yeah. soon, maybe uh -huh. a year or so, maybe on a day I was bored and wanted to watch something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I wouldn't have, but Tamika's like, let's do Lake Clone Tyrone. And I'm happy yeah. you told me to watch it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a year or so yes. later. What's this? I would, oh, have. Okay. I, I would have eventually got to it. I, I still got to watch the other one. What's the other one? Uh, the other Jamie Foxx one on Netflix called um, Daylight or something. It's like a vampire something film that hmm. came out. Yeah, oh. it's, it's yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, because I did watch the one that he did um, a year or so ago. It's like he's some superhero with the, the little girl um, and I can't think of the name, but that one was a really good one too. So far, Jamie Foxx movies on Netflix have been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And this one was a good one as well. Yes, he needs to keep making more. Yes. I think so too. I think he's great on Netflix. I, I think it's yeah. really good. So I'm gonna have to watch. Maybe I'll watch that one and I'll send that to you. And we'll do that one next. Yes, yes. But okay. but of course, it's, it's not like a Jamie Foxx marathon. It just happens. No, 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 no. Jamie Foxx. no. We are not gonna do that. No, no. I just figured, you know, hey, we like this one. Maybe we'll watch the other one. Because if we're doing a Jamie Foxx marathon, we're going to have yes. to go to the sitcom. And then we're going to have to go to the Living Color. Oh, and then we're going to have to that's, do Oh, my gosh. I, that's right. Freaking Wanda. Jamie Foxx was hilarious on freaking uh, in Living Color. Oh I lived gosh. for Wanda. What else yeah. did you say? Um, oh, the TV show. That's right. Yeah. yeah. The TV show. Jamie Foxx show. The, the Jamie Foxx show. And, that was on for a very long time. And then he did some movie called Booty Call. <laughs> oh my gosh you know i watched movie. that movie i did too i was like <laughs> horrible horrible but i watched it because i was a big fan of jamie fox i watched it i watched some of the episodes of the show i used to watch that um and then of course in living color and then yeah. all of a sudden they cloned tyrone yeah and then he went in he won an oscar too right not for they oh cloned ray tyrone. i saw ray ray was really good where he uh the ray charles film that that yes. one that one Wow, when I saw that film, that's when I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is a genius. Like he, yes. how can you play someone so well and play blind like that? I mean, that film was amazing. He did an amazing job as Ray. Mm, yes, I, I learned so much. I was like, dang, Ray was kind of messed up. I don't want to be really, around. right? <laughs> it was like, yeah. uh, next woman, next woman. He was, like, right, he was blind and still abusive. I mean, yeah. it did not matter. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My thing was this. He was blind, right? Yeah. And he did beat these women. Yes. How did y'all let that happen? I don't know. They, How they did you be like famous. be like, oh, I'm over here now. Yeah. Oh, you got you, left punch. You missed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. how did you how did you and that's me attempting to be funny because it is like how do you how does that happen but he did a great job I I've seen Ray so many times I remember uh when it first came out I could not wait for it to buy it yes. I yes. could not wait to buy it and it was really a great movie he did a great job but yeah you learned a lot about Ray Charles who's still yes. excellent but still it's like oh Gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh gosh, oh gosh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Introduced to Olivia Pope before she was Olivia Pope. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. I used to Harry love that Washington. show too. Guys, I'm sorry. We're sitting here just, just, oh, just oh, reminiscing yeah. about everything Jamie Foxx did. But <laughs> um, listen, we just uh, uh, we're just reviewed. They cloned Tyrone. It's yes. on Netflix. Um, it's going to be on Netflix for some time. I don't see them getting rid of that one. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Go and watch it. Go and laugh. It's quite funny. Um, and uh, shoot. Tamika and I will be back with another review. I hope you come back and we do something else again. Yeah. Um, you kill me. And um, so I'm happy that we finally did a review together. Uh, Tamika and John are going to be doing uh, the review of Terminator here really yeah, soon. Eventually. <laughs> eventually, once he watches it, they will be doing that review. Uh, next Wednesday, John and I will be reviewing um, the last voyage of the Demeter, Demeter, mm. Demeter, Interesting. Uh, which is really good. Um, it's a vampire film. I love vampire films. You guys know mm -hmm. I love horror films. And this one was, I really like this film. So I cannot wait to talk to John about it. 
And then um, John and I will have another intermission um, segment. It's John's segment, and we're going to discuss the late, great Tupac. I cannot Ooh. wait to have that discussion. Yeah, I we're going to discuss Tupac. I cannot wait. I can talk Tupac mm -hmm. all day. Yep. So, uh, and then come to find out, John is a, a Tupac fan. He sends me a screenshot of his playlist, and I'm like, okay, all right. So we can right. have a good discussion. Come, come correct, John. Mm -hmm. Come correct, because I'm ready to talk about Tupac. Yeah. Anyways, guys, um, Tamika, anything going on? No. <laughs> I like their friend that crashed the sofa. I'm like, oh, you got a show? Okay. <laughs> um, um, half baked. Free agent. Half baked. The the, the the dude on the sofa. Yeah. Dude on the sofa. She yeah. is a free agent. So, um, you yeah. podcasters out there, if you need someone to come and sit and no, watch a movie uh -uh. and review. No. I'm she will not do that with you no, unless particular. it's John or I. Yes. 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 I have. Yes. And she does appear on a lot of panel shows. So as yes, soon as I that freaking um what's the video game one that we all we all sat on uh John's panel for? Uh The Last of Us. Was it The Last of Us? Oh yes. Yeah, The Last of Us. Yes. Uh so I cannot wait for that to come back because then we'll all be discussing The Last of Us part two, um, playing that game right now, finishing that up. Uh, finally. But uh, anyway, guys, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for joining us tonight. Please enjoy the rest of your week. Have a wonderful weekend. Be good to each other. And, um, you know, we'll see you next week with another show. And um, Monday, guys, I'll probably come with a, a documentary that I've been wanting to discuss with you guys. So I'll probably uh, do that Monday. Ooh, okay. Anyways, yes, a really good documentary, actually. Nice. And Don't we'll see you chicken. guys. Please don't eat the chicken. Please. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around 200 to 300 Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.